Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. This right here, the Odd Couple, the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked. For the next two hours, Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, will join us at the bottom of the hour. Rob, let's go to baseball. And Blake Snell, Cy Young Award-winning pitcher for the San Diego Padres, Rob, had a no-hitter going against Colorado. Uh, seven innings pitched through 104 pitches. And pulled himself out of the game. What did he say, Rob G, to the the manager? Yeah, he told manager Bob Melvin. This is what Melvin told the media. He said Snell was being pretty realistic. He said to me, quote, it's going to be tough for me to finish nine. He was over 100 pitches, seven innings, pretty good inning. It wasn't that, though. So they... You know, he said he knew he didn't have it, so take me out. Had 10 Ks and had four walks, so it was yes, nowhere sir. near a perfect game, but, um, you know, it was looking great. Rob, what are your thoughts on this, Rob? Outrageous. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 
Chris, stop. And they, they're protecting managers and the analytics people by saying it. Uh, Clayton Kershaw said the same thing, a perfect Oh, you don't game. think Snell pulled himself? No. Really? I don't. I think that that's just a part of what they wanted. And he went along with it because that's where we are in baseball. Why would you – 100 pitches? You can't finish a game? I mean – Chris, wow. go out there. You give up a war, a hit, or a hit, or two walks. Okay, you don't have it anymore. Why wouldn't you want to compete? You might get up. You might get out of the inning on four pitches, right? Three swings on four pitches, and you got and you're in the ninth inning. You don't know if you labor through the eighth inning and you throw eighteen pitches, Chris. Okay, I got it. You're out of gas. But to not even go out and try. I'm just not buying it. Everybody, they, every time they always making excuses for, uh, oh, yeah, I don't have it. Clayton Kershaw threw 80 pitches. Chris, no stress pitches. Had a perfect game going. And, oh, yeah, I, I don't have it. I'm done. Re- really? Like, and oh, we, we don't want to leave him out there, Chris. You know, he might get hurt. He might, we want to save Kershaw him for down the road. That? I yes. thought Kershaw was like, hey, you know. I thought he was kind of like, yeah, it would have been nice, you know, you got something nah, going. He gave, but he gave the Dodgers like, a pass. But did, did. He, but did he say he was the – he, he didn't say he pulled himself. No, he just said that, yeah, they're probably right. I, I, don't, I didn't right, have that Okay, much but that's like different. That. Snell but, said he pulled – or at least Melvin, right, the, the manager. Did Snell say anything, Rob G? I have his quotes. We don't have the sound, unfortunately, but here's what he told the media after the game last night. He said, I just knew it was going to be a lot of pitches. I'm a guy that understands my body really well and understands the risk-reward of injury with pushing it. With how hard I was throwing today, it was not worth it. I understand no hitter is an amazing accomplishment. So hard to do. I understand that. I also understand how much I value health. It's an individual accolade. It's cool for the team. We had a no hitter. It's not either or. It's comes in and you can trust them. It's not either or. I think he did it, right. I, I think he pulled himself. It's and BS. I agree with you, but so it's, you don't believe you think he's lying. It's BS. It's not because it's not either or. It's no, uh, I get that. I, but I, do I, you, I, I, okay. In health, pitching a no hitter doesn't mean that that you that you're going to be hurt or not pitching a no hitter. He could go out the next start and get hurt. I just don't understand the the rationale behind it. If you go out there in the eighth inning, Chris, and you struggle, take the guy out. If he walks a guy to lead off the eighth inning, if he gives up a hit, whatever it is, if it takes nine pitches to get through the first batter, come out. I got you. If he had 140 pitches, I'm with you. That's too much, 140. This isn't the Nolan Ryan days where he threw 230 in a game, Chris. We'll never see that. Rob, I, I – I agree with you about what you just said as far as, you know, it, we've, we've talked about it before. I mean, we've Jacob DeGrom's hardly throwing it all, and he can't stay healthy. Right. You know, I mean, so we talked about Kershaw. After he came out a few months, was it even a few months uh, later, was, yeah. he got hurt. You know, so I agree with you on that. I am taking him. I don't know if either one of us knows. I'm just going to take Snell at his word. I mean, he could have easily said, hey, you know, I just I knew I didn't have any more left, but he went he went the extra mile and really went into detail about knowing his body, thinking he wasn't ready to, you know, go more, go longer and all that. So I'm going to assume that he's telling the truth. And here's what I would say, Rob. I think that the players coming up today, and I'm generalizing, but a lot of them they don't think they can go complete games anymore. They've been brainwashed 
by the analytics people. And you talk about soft. You talk about the whippification of a sport. Rob, guess how many complete games Blake Snell has thrown in his career? Uh, Eight. How about zero? (laughs) Zero. So he probably really believes there's no way I'm going nine. I bet it doesn't even cross his mind to go nine innings, even if you got a no-hitter going. Uh, And this is horrible, Rob. They are convincing some of these players that you can't throw a complete game anymore. It's terrible because people want stars. People want moments. This would have been a moment. We know the and the Padres aren't even going anywhere. I'm not saying you just, you know, throw caution to the wind and say if you get hurt, you get hurt. But you're not saving him for the playoffs. Well, the other thing too, it's if it, if you're the Padres and you're not going anywhere, and if it really doesn't matter, then why is he pitching at all, Chris? Why, why is he even out there if you're going to go to let him pitch seven innings to say, well, well, we don't want him to pitch the eighth and the ninth. Don't pitch at all if you're worried about health. You're out of the playoff race. Right. Why are you even pitching? Right, right. I mean, I, it, I, I just think it's terrible. And um, this is, I mean, it's almost like the equivalent of low management in the NBA. And, I mean, guys think to play 40 minutes, you got to be Superman in the NBA. And now we've got pitchers who, even with the chance to do something historic, to do something memorable, to do something you will never forget, to do something you'll get accolades and praise for, to give the fans a moment. What are the San Diego fans looking to see now? They certainly, you're not getting to the playoffs. They want moments. They're not giving up on the season after you fall out of the playoff race. So give them a moment. And the fact that he didn't have the competitive drive. And again, I just blame it on these guys being brainwashed now into thinking they can only throw so many pitches. Right, and the whole notion that the third and fourth time around, you don't have this good stuff and they hit you. It's okay. That doesn't mean you can't get through a game, Chris. I I watched Tom Seaver when he pitched for the Mets. Chris, strike out. He struck out 19 batters in the game, and guess what? He struck out the last 10 San Diego Padres to end the game. The last 10. Whatever happened to that? that? Yeah, no, look, and, and Rob, it is just, it's just terrible. I mean, look, we, in in 10 years, Rob, and maybe I'm giving it a long time. I'm just saying this. I hope it never happens, and I would lean toward it never happening. But if analytics continues the way it is, Rob, you know how they have openers, right? A guy to throw one inning. Right. Just to, and then, they, they don't even call him a starter, just an opener. Right. Like, I, I mean, I would imagine, Rob, that the analytics would tell you if you throw five or six pitchers in a game and each one of them is at their absolute best because they're not tired and the opposing lineup has not seen them, right? It's the first time they're seeing each pitcher – I would, I bet the analytics would say, you got a better chance of winning. 
Only problem, and that's what they believe, Chris, and you know what? It doesn't work because if it really worked, they would be doing it. Do you know I, what I mean? I don't know. Does it not work? I mean, we've seen it here and there, but I don't, I, I don't know that it doesn't work. I, no. But here's my thing. I don't care if it works. That eliminates stars. How are you going to have a star pitcher when they, they only pitch two or three innings at the most whenever they go out there? We don't have – no bullpen middle relievers are stars. That, that's my main – look, the, the, Rob, the, um, the, the, the switch with the infield, that, that was helping you win, right? Right. But it's not good for the game. Right. And this is not good for the game. No, it wouldn't fans. be good for the game. It, 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 to cheat fans from moments, as you talked about, going, Chris, I've been covering baseball, Major League Baseball, since 1986. I've seen one or two. No, I saw a perfect game with David Wells. I might have seen one or two. I can't even remember. That might be the only one. How often do you think you go to a ballpark and see a, a, a no-hit or a perfect game? It doesn't happen. I go to the ballpark all the time for the last 37 years. It doesn't happen. doesn't happen every other day. You're right. I mean, it it just, like I said, that's the logical conclusion of these analytics is you start throwing a pitcher one or two innings. And like I said, just like the shift wasn't good for baseball, even though it could help you win, that would not be good for baseball. We Rob, it's like the Oakland A's when they were at the height of the Billy, you know, Billy Bean era, right? They were winning regular season games, but really no stars. Were fans interested? Right. I mean, we want person Shohei. Shohei's team wasn't winning, but we want to see him because he's a star. Right. He's doing something that we've never seen, and to to be little. Or act like a no-hitter means nothing in baseball right. is a crime from these analytic people. It, 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 it really is to poo-poo it and to, to shortchange it and make it like yep. it's no big deal. Ah, just come on out. Who cares? We don't care if you got a no-hitter going. Just sit down. Let's put in Joe Blow, who nobody knows <laughs> or cares about, and let him get the three outs. And then some other guy comes in and gives up a bloop single, and then we go home and we won the game. Really? I'm, that's I'm that's what we you. want. That's what we I'm want. I'm with you. That's that's terrible. All right. What do you say? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It is your turn to weigh in. Um, Blake Snell pulls himself, at least that's what he said, from attempting to complete a no-hitter after seven innings. Rob and I think it's bad for baseball. What do you think? 877-99 on Fox. Your thoughts next. Odd Couple. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from.
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on on Fox. Uh, It's time for you to weigh in on Blake Snell pulling himself because he didn't think he could make it through the final two innings of a no-hitter. Your thoughts? Crazy. All right, Brad, in North Carolina, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? Gentlemen, thanks for taking my call. I hope you're having a good night. Yes, sir. Yeah, you too. Um, you know, I, my philosophy is is that our, our athletes are taking the game out of the business instead of trying mm. to make a game the business. And I think they're just looking at it for the next contract, uh, if I'm hurt, then all of a sudden I'm injury prone, so I won't make as much money. If I have a couple of bad innings, then it hurts my stats. And I, I really think that they all they're doing these days is just thinking about how do I get to the next contract. I remember back when Michael Jordan, when he was coming back from that broken foot, and he was mad. Second year in the league. Yep. Right. He wanted to play. I didn't play 10 minutes. I think you make some great points. And, Rob, like, right. the money is so large. And, and we get that guys made a lot of money, relatively speaking, back then. But not like this, Rob. Like, no, guys I, that I played get... in the NBA and baseball in, say, the the 90s, Rob, 80s, not 80s for sure, they they don't have enough money no, to it's, it's... continue living. You know what I mean? Like, guys, if you get a huge contract today, you should be set for the rest of your life. That wasn't necessarily the case back then, and I do think a lot of guys are looking at it strictly as a business. But 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 the but the science doesn't add up. Agreed. Coming out of games doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt, and that's the issue. Chris, They're getting that we hurt both more than have. ever. At least it feels that we don't have right. the, sci- the data. We don't have the real data, but that, it doesn't feel like that. It just it just feels like guys get hurt all the time. Right. Just right. it, it doesn't matter. I don't think they build up the resistance. Right, in your body, because you're not working as hard. You're not pushing yourself as hard as you used to. Crazy. Brandon, down the street from Fox Sports Radio in Sherman Oaks, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, Chris and Rob, big fan of the show. How you guys doing? <laughs> the truth! What's going on, guys? Are you, are you? in the, are you, Where are you uh, at? right next door, or are you actually away from the building and just ha- in Sherman Oaks? Oh, no, I'm in the studio, and I was in the AP <laughs> studio, and I saw you guys... You know, talking oh, smack you, you about my Padres. Nah, he, oh, he's, a, oh. he's, a, he's a Padres guy. Go ahead. Guy. All right. Go yeah. ahead. Rob, Rob, Rob Go sees ahead. me rocking the Padres, yes. Matt, and you guys are talking I don't know smack. why. What a season. I know. It's terrible. But <laughs> terrible. one of the brightest spots of the season has been Blake Snell. Yes. He's going to be the National League Cy Young Award winner. Really? He will be. He's, yeah. he's going to win the Cy Young. Yes. He's going to win the Cy Young, and he's up for a big contract. Okay? The guy needs to protect himself. The Padres season is gone. All right, it's over. But he needs to protect himself so that he can get paid at the end of the season. And so some to team, Rob's hopefully, point, why is he, why is he pitching? pitching at all? Then is, I mean, is really? my point because he's chasing the Cy Young. No, but but Do you, how about more, sealing it up with a no hitter? Exactly, two more innings, Brandon. Help me with this. Let him start the eighth inning. If it's a struggle, he takes eight pitches to walk the guy, Chris and Brandon. Take him out if he gives up a hit, if he, if he struggles. You could start the eighth inning. The first guy could have pop up to the infield. 
Now you're, you're two outs away, right, from getting through the eighth. You could get out of that inning in six pitches. You're good to go is what my point. Let them start the eighth inning. It's a fair point, but I know, pe- I know people in the organization, look, Blake Snell's a dog. And if he was is not he? able— He didn't sound like a dog. He's never pitched a complete out. game. Chris Scott, right. he looked a it dog? up. If he wasn't able he's to— a He's a chihuahua. Pitcher. Don't get me wrong. He's a good pitcher, but come on. All right, fine. He's a small dog, all right? I got all you. Right. But <laughs> if he wasn't able to continue, then I, I take his word for it that he pulled himself so that he could turn it over to the bullpen and, uh, and finish the job. Thank you guys so much for Is he definitely no winning problem. the Cy Young? Is no, he, he is, 100%, 100%. Chris. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Why? They, they what got what? They're one of the worst records in the no, league. No, no, no. But he's had an unbelievable I know, season. I know like he's a, been good. Yeah. I, he's, he's, I think he leads the uh, NL and ERA. But is it just based all that off that? It's not just that. I think he's won in the second half. What has he won? Like eleven games. He's had a tremendous season. And there's what nobody. To all that games matter, Rob. What happened no, but to all I'm that? Just... You know, uh, important but, but game. It, it... When's the last time he played a big game? No, but but I'm talking about there's nobody else. If you look at the NL that that has put up the stats that he has, he's going to win the uh, NL Cy Young. Go ahead, Rob G. I just got uh, a question. How are you going to let Brandon come off the bench like Vinny the Microwave Johnson and just cook you guys on your home floor? He didn't he cook us. How are you going to let that happen? Me. I served are, him. Are he, you kidding? He, he was, no, he didn't cook me. You I, know what he's doing now? He just he just put some ranch dressing on that San Diego's Padres hat <laughs> that he wears every day, and he's, <laughs> he's gnawing on it right now. Let me tell you, if how about, how about Jamal Justin Crawford Steele. saw this happen, he would say that Brandon belonged in the Hall of Fame as one of the other six men in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Because of what he just did? Because what he just did to you guys, he brought facts to a feelings fight. Wow. Who who has feelings for Blake Snell? Apparently a couple people do. Rob, what about Justin Steele for for the Cy Young? The Cubs are right there. He's got 16. He's 16 and four. I know records don't mean what they used to be, but Blake Snell is 14 and nine. ERA is pretty close. Blake Snell, has over, uh, Blake Snell has over 100 more strikeouts. I'm, I'm, I, we could go through the stats. He's been, yeah, his Ks are ridiculous. Like 100 more. Like 100 more. I'm just he saying. He leads the league in wild pitches. He's got a ton of walks. He's got like 60-something more walks than, than Steele. I don't know. I, I, just, I, I just think a guy on a, a bad, underachieving team Who's and I get again the records I know they don't mean what they used to mean, but I don't know. We'll see. He's having a good year. I will give him that. All right, it is the odd couple, Chris and Rob. Our man Randy Mueller is around the corner. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, thank you, B. Finn, former NFL Executive of the Year, now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst with his own funky theme music, Randy Mueller. Randy, how are you? Doing good, guys. What's going on, man? We're good, man. There's so much to get to. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking with you. Let's start with the Justin Fields situation um you know he, he put it out there that the coaching is bothering him obviously he retracted it later but what do you make of this whole situation 
It's definitely a systemic problem in Chicago, isn't it? We seems like we had this discussion about three or four years ago with another quarterback. So That's right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what Kool Aid they're serving there, but it's not working for their quarterbacks. I I feel bad, Justin. Um, he is really under pressure to show progress. I don't know that they've done a great job in in really giving him a, a blueprint to do what he does best. But I'll say this: at some point. He's got to block all of that out, and maybe that's what he's saying with his comments today. He's got to block everything out and play and, and process and see people open and throw the ball in with anticipation. He's not doing any of that right now, and it's probably analysis by paralysis. Yeah, but, but Randy, let's just – but the, these guys who are drafted top quarterbacks, I, I don't know what the number is, and maybe you could do – somebody has done research – I say seven out of ten fail and and never make it to live up to what they were in college. There's a big failure rate as far as top quarterbacks. We got Sam Darnold on his ninth team, and Zach Wilson can't play. Mariota's been on eight teams. I mean, Jamarcus Russell was was a bust. I could go on and on and on. Josh Rosen got dumped after one year. What what are we missing, or what are the scouts missing? I don't know that the scouts are missing it. I think they're organizational failures, to be honest with you. There are so many things that go into building a kid's confidence, giving him the skill set, and progressing from where he is in college. The other thing it tells you is the college game is totally different. It is a different game, managed different, plays are called different. In fact, in the pros, the good offenses, they don't just call plays. They teach a system. Uh, Sean McVay. You know, saved Goff's career. He was on his way out, but the system kind of took over for Goff, and now look what he's doing. So I think in a lot of places, it's it's the organizations themselves that have to be more stable and know what they're doing. And I think it's it's easy to place blame on Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and some of these other guys when the organization is the one that lets them down in so many ways. But but is but, it, but Randy, here, let me just let me just say it. But Randy, that's. I hear you. So are that many organizations are bad, and why do some people do uh, are able to make it? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, had a terrible first year, but so that was that, Urban Meyer, well, was right? The, yeah, that was a bad. Situation. So you're saying Urban Meyer can't coach? Is that what we're saying? I'm saying it's a total different game. It's a total different teach. It's a total different systematic teaching method, and they have to get it. And sometimes it's as much as Taylor making it to their skills, but eventually they have to be able to stand on their own, and you can only wait so long. The NFL is hard. Let's face it. These are quarterbacks that come from Ohio State or even Clemson or some of these other places. They're better than all the other teams they play. Face it, Justin Fields was better than everybody he played. Bryce Young was better than everybody he played in college. So when they get to the pros, the other teams are really good, and it's really hard. But having said that, everybody evaluates different. I think you would be shocked, and your question was, are there this many organizations that are bad? Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that struggle to, I think, evaluate and put things together with a standard criteria that's really disciplined. It's really hard. Hey, I was in the league 25 years, and I got with Nick Saban at Miami. I changed my thinking. He made me way better at my job, so I was lucky. And this was after earning executive of the year and spending 25 years in the league. So everybody grows. Everybody changes. You see a lot of young GMs now in place because that's in vogue. But it's learning on the job, and that's hard if you're a player. It, it also, Randy, every year, essentially, I mean, this past year or, or maybe it was two years ago, it was two years ago, the quarterbacks weren't as touted. 
But it feels yep. like two out of every three years, three out of every four years, people are like praising these quarterbacks he's in the, the draft. He's the best thing that ever happened. Right. Oh, my God. Like, he, he's going to be the greatest quarterback who ever touched the ball. This upcoming draft, they're talking about four quarterbacks going in the top ten. Drake May, Caleb Williams, looks like now Shadour Sanders, and Bo Nix. I mean, all of them can't be stars. And is that a big part? Because really, it's like every – at least these first-round quarterbacks, people prop them up like they're going to be stars and everybody can't be a star. Is that a big part of it too? Because it just – I don't know. It's Because it, they are so so often – Teams are wrong on these quarterbacks, and then you get a Brock Purdy, who's Mr. Irrelevant, and yep. and, a, and and even a, a Dak Prescott, who was a fourth round pick. You know, so it, it just almost like maybe to a big point you making. Some of these guys from the better programs have so much talent around them, and their team is so much better than their competition that could skew it. Although you know, a Trevor Lawrence looks like he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. Or, there's a lot that goes into it. I think from the standpoint of they, and that's the word I'll hone in on what you use, they is is the prognosticators, the non-people uh, that don't work for teams. They prop these guys up starting when their college season yep. starts. Right, the and draft so, gurus. Yes, The draft yep. gurus, there you go. That's a problem. <laughs> I understand everybody's wanting to do their job. I get it. But some some NFL offices let that kind of talk infiltrate their room and pretty soon you have an owner and you have other people believing that and it's really not true it's the ones that stand up for what they think and actually grade and evaluate based on what they can see with their own eyes and not take for granted it's a big uh, a big wave of momentum that these guys enter the draft process with and that's where it starts i think that's where it starts and you've got to be able to call out some of that in order to make up your own mind and i think some teams do a better job of that than others Randy, I'm not asking you to name any names, but you, you, you've been an executive and not that long ago. How much, like when we see the draft gurus, like you said, they do. They talk about these guys. You know, five quarterbacks they're saying. Are, how much, of the, how plugged in generally are they to the teams and getting that info from GMs or are they just kind of going off their own scouting and agents and, you know, things like that? Yeah. Let me ask you this. If you were a GM, would you plug anybody into your thought process? No. 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 And you might might even lie. You might even send them on the smoke It's agents that have an agenda and want their guys out there. Am I right, Randy? Yep. Agendas for agents, agendas for parents, agendas for everybody. And I can never remember in all my years, 35 in the NFL, ever sharing my thoughts or views on a player outside of our building. It just makes no sense. It's, right. it's counterproductive to what you're trying to do. So, no, you don't share this. So, they answer your question. And, again, some of these guys are my best buddies. They're not plugged in. They're not right. part of that. They can have their own opinion, and I right. respect that. But it's not going to be an opinion that I'm going to factor into my you know, consensus building. And that's really what I'm doing. Hey, Randy, one last thing. And I, I'm not – the Lions season ain't over. It's two <laughs> games in. But coming off that win in Kansas City, you come home. Seattle got tattooed, right, at home, looked terrible. Seattle's missing two linemen, two linemen. Yeah. The Lions don't even touch Geno Smith, Chris. They, have, they get right. no pressure with two – 
guys coming off the bench to play. What did you make of that? I mean, it you know, for people in Detroit, it's SOL, same old Lions. That was a yeah. moment, that, you know, after beating Kansas City on the road. What did you make of that loss? There's a couple angles. First off, you do have to be able to stand prosperity in this league. Like you mentioned it, coming off a big win in Kansas City, you've got to put your nose to the grindstone. The other thing is, and I've been skeptical of this, and I think you would agree, the Lions defense has not proved that they can do it week in and week out. Yes. This time, a year ago, they were ready to wash out the whole staff on defense and everything else. So that's still a work in progress for me. And third, Seattle has a habit, if you study their last few years, of going on the road and beating somebody that nobody gave a chance to. So I think you've got to give Pete Carroll, his crew, a little bit of credit. They always seem to win a game like this, East Coast time zone, doesn't make sense, coming off a beatdown. They find a way to win and rally the troops, and Pete does a great job of that. So it's You're right about Randy, 100%, and that was a big-time win for Seattle. That was yep. big time. All right. No doubt. All right. Randy, great stuff, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. Look forward to our chats, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, it, Rob, is relegation coming to college football? We'll get into that next. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... 
I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, couple. We are live from the TireRack.com studio. And at the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at Discover.com slash match. Uh, Rob G, interesting idea from a college football coach about the group of five teams. Can you share it with us? Yeah, actually, it's a athletic director from Boise State, Michael Walsh, who, in response to all the realignment that's left a lot of the, you know, non-Power 5 schools, you know, out in the cold, even some Pac-12 schools, you know, that are Oregon State and Washington State don't have a major conference. And so because of that, Michael Walsh is proposing a promotion and relegation system for the rest of them. So those two former Pac-12 teams, Oregon State, Washington State, and schools from the AAC, the uh, WAC, the Mountain West, and so forth, would create a tier system. Three tiers with promotion and relegation, depending on how well you perform. I got a headache already. And if you are in tier one, then you would form what he would refer to as the fifth power conference, which would also be able to compete for the college football national championship and so forth. The one caveat being is this system would only apply for college football, not the other sports. So, like, if you have a horrible run, let's say you you win one game over a three-year period, you could be You'd be tier three. You'd be the lowest tier of those schools. Well, I mean, if you're if you're one of the Power Five teams. No, it would only demoted? it would only involve the teams that are not in the current SEC, Big Ten, so Big you, Twelve. No, and ACC. none of the big teams could be demoted. No, only like let's say we'll, we'll use uh, San Diego State as an example. If they went eleven and zero next season, then they put themselves in tier one. That following year, they would then be competing with the other power conferences as a, for a chance to get in the college football playoff. If they Here's, went 1-11, they could be bumped down to Tier 2 and then they would not be able to What would their schedule be like, though? I, mean, they, I don't they, know if he went in all. No, I don't know if he got that far, at least in the article that I read, no. I mean, Rob, I, 
it, it obviously would seem to need some fleshing out. I'm not against a promotion relegation system, you know, for some of these teams. But, I mean, just because they're in that tier one, if they're not playing, consistently playing the better teams, or at least the teams from the better conferences, then they're not going to make the playoff anyway. Because only so many of the teams are going to make the playoff. Uh, every um, time they're trying to, to – to you know, take what they do in soccer. You don't know. I've heard this would, would do that in basketball, relegation, do it in uh, 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 baseball for bad teams. Stop. Just stop. Everybody well, can't Everybody well, can't compete. Everybody's not, not going to have enough players. Everybody's not going to be in the run for the national championship. It's just not possible. Everybody can't be good. There are going to be some bad teams. There are going to be teams that can't compete and will never compete. I just I don't even understand it. Yeah, it, it, it feels like, as we've talked, you know, I've said before, that ultimately we're heading to something similar to the NFL situation where you might, you know, you got a few conferences, whether it's two with several divisions or it's four with a couple of divisions. And it's ultimately about 50 or 60 schools really competing, Rob, for that national championship. If they want to, if that's what ends up happening ultimately, and then maybe a team or two that are horrible for a long you know, like I said, a three-year period, they get demoted, and then a team that's been terrific at the tier one level, to use this AD's language, gets moved up. I, I mean, I could see that. I wouldn't be against that. But, um, I mean, as it stands right now, even only, like you said, only the Power Five conferences or teams are really eligible for the national championship. And That's Chris, just how can, it works right yeah, now. Right, and we can count on, okay, the other teams. Michigan ain't winning a uh, national championship every year. I get it that they that, – that, They haven't they, won it ever. They, they, when it's right. been, you know, do, do you know what I Michigan. mean? Like, like, that's what I'm trying to say, and yet you're trying to work in some of these other schools. Can Michigan get a championship first before they start talking about <laughs> – are they relegated? Uh, Ohio State at least has won a couple, Chris. My right. God. But right. some of these other schools, they haven't won anything in a long time. Yeah, it, it's um, – I don't know. College football, obviously, it, it is changing, you know, it seems like by the day, right, with the not only the NIL but the transfer portal. And um, it's been exciting, uh, but we will see going forward how this works. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not philosophically against it, but um, I do think ultimately something like an NFL system could be good. Um, let's stop acting like Kent State's going to compete for the national championship. And that's my like point. I'm glad you said that. That's, that's my point. Or Alabama, right? No, like they're, they're not. They're, it's, it's Division just not One. They happen. got scholarships and all that. That's great. But they can't, yeah, Rutgers can't even compete, Chris. Right. Rutgers going to play. <laughs> and Michigan they're in the Big Ten. Year. And Rutgers undefeated. Let's see how that goes. Rutgers is undefeated, I believe, as is Michigan. Michigan chose them because they thought they were a patsy. For their homecoming. So that, that game is this weekend. Let's see how that goes. But uh, interesting stuff. Uh, it is the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. We've got one hour remaining. You know what to do. Keep it locked here. Fox Sports Radio. The Odd Couple. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 